I think tonight the topic is called for reflection is going to be on covenant. And recently I was reading Genesis chapter 17 where God appears to Abraham and in that appearance he speaks to Abraham and he shares the covenant with him. And there was a part in Genesis 17, let me just get it up here, where God said something to Abraham. And I'll be honest, when I was reading it, I don't know, there was just something about when I was reading it that just connected with me and just felt so real that it pretty much almost brought me to tears and it was just a simple line very very simple i was reading it in the niv translation and this is what it said so you know god appears so he says when abraham was 99 years old the lord appeared to him and said i am god almighty Walk before me faithfully and be blameless, and I'll make my covenant between me and you, and will greatly increase your numbers. And so then God goes on to begin to tell him about the covenant. In verse 7, he says, I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you, and your descendants after you for the generations to come, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. And it was that last part, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you, that when I read that, it was like a lightning bolt. It just, it was almost like my heart got a hold of that realization and that reality that God is my God. You know, that's the promise he made. He's saying to Abraham, this covenant that I'm establishing, this covenant is between me and you. And what I am promising is that I am going to be your God and the God of your descendants for the generations to come. And then the Spirit reminded me that in Christ, we are all spiritual descendants of Abraham. So this promise, this covenant also applies to me. And just that realization that I am in this covenant with God and God has promised that he is my God. Um, I don't know, there was just something about it at that moment that was just so powerful. And you know, it's, it's some, sometimes we have these ideas, we know them intellectually. And so, I, you know, you could say to somebody, yeah, God is my God. And, they, you know, and we just say it sometimes, just sometimes quite, um, maybe just matter of factly and, you know, and just kind of, that's that's just how it is. But, you know, sometimes it kind of penetrates a little bit deeper. And I think that was one of those moments 
and it was quite sobering when you kind of start to think that God is my God and the way God enters into the covenant he enters with the name God Almighty which in Hebrew is El Shaddai and the meaning of that name is that God is more than enough there's like there's nothing too hard for him to do there is nothing that is impossible for him to do and that is the God that enters into this covenant with Abraham, El Shaddai, the God for whom nothing is too hard, the God for whom nothing is impossible, the God for whom nothing can withstand, the all-powerful, almighty God. That is the God who has entered into covenant with Abraham. And so that was just such a powerful moment for me as I reflected on that and then I just kept thinking about it over the, the following days and the understanding. Um, so a covenant in essence is a binding legal agreement between two parties and they basically the both parties make commitments to each other and one of the probably most prevalent examples that we can see in the natural of what a covenant is is the covenant of marriage where a man and a woman commit to each other in that union and they become one and lots of other things go along with that covenant and so that is a, a natural representation that we can sort of see in a very um, limited way because the, the covenant we have with God is, you know, so much deeper and more intimate and broader than that. But it gives us, um, within our limited human understanding, it gives us a picture of, of what covenant is like. And so God's made this promise. And, and Hebrews, if we go to Hebrews 8, Hebrews 8 shows us and reminds us that even though that covenant that God made with Abraham was, was quite a, a good covenant, I mean, and good is an understatement. I mean, he promises things in that covenant that he would bless Abraham. He said, I'll make you into a great nation. I'll make your name great. You'll be a blessing. Um, these are some of the promises that he made to Abraham beforehand. But specifically within the covenant, these are some of the things that he says in the covenant that Abraham will be the father of many nations. Then he changes his name to Abraham. And that's one of the things that stood out for me in that chapter was that as part of the covenant, names got changed. Abraham's name got changed to Abraham and Sarai's name got changed to Sarah. And so when we come into covenant with God through Jesus, our names get changed. We no longer that old man. We are a new person, a new creation. And so we call by a new name. We call by beloved. We call by redeemed. You know, there's a scripture that says that the redeemed of the Lord say so. So we are called a new name when we are in covenant. 
So some of the other promises that God made in the covenant that he would make Abraham very fruitful, he would make nations of him and kings would come from him. And he God promised that the covenant would be an everlasting covenant and that it would be established between God and Abraham and Abraham's descendants. Now, when we look at Hebrews chapter 8, Hebrews shows us that there was an even better covenant than the covenant Abraham had with God. And that is the covenant that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ through his blood that was shed for us. And so in Hebrews chapter 8, reading um, from verse 6, it says, But in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is mediator is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. And so there's just that sense that, you know, this idea of covenant maybe is not one that we possibly reflect on or think about or talk about a lot but I've been challenged to really start thinking more about the covenant and and what it means to be in covenant with God and to live as a person who is in covenant with God um, and to recognize that when you are in covenant um, the two parties have responsibilities and they've got um actions or activities that they do but one of the things that God promises with the new covenant that he has with us he says the days are coming declares the Lord when I will make still continuing from Hebrews 8 this is verse 8 now but God found fault with the people and said the days are coming declares the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah it will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them Egypt because they did not remain faithful to my covenant and I turned away from them declares the Lord this is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel after that time declares the Lord I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts I'll be their God and they'll be my people no longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another know the Lord because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. And so this is the, the promise of the of the covenant, you know, writing, giving us his laws and our hearts and our minds. And basically it's just a promise of having the Holy Spirit. But that through the Holy Spirit we have, you know, connection to, to God, the blood of Jesus cleanses us and makes us righteous and right standing before God and all those um, those powerful things that the scriptures tell us but I guess it's just the the reflection on the fact that in, in being in covenant with God God is my God and there is that relationship and a covenant relationship is very different to any other type of relationship and there is a level of trust and reliance and dependence that can be um, entrusted to a relationship that is a covenant relationship. And so I just kind of wanted to share that very brief reflection um, 
there's no sort of teaching takeaway moments from it but i'm just working through and just sharing what um you know things that impact me and as i am processing and meditating and reflecting on it i'm just sharing um the the output from that so that's that for tonight just thinking a little bit about covenant and i just pray that this word would be an encouragement and a blessing to you and uh, that god would continue to reveal himself to us as the god of covenant so thanks so much for listening take care and god bless